This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to the episode of the 40 Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us, talk about your intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. Got TK here in the ones and twos. What's good with you, man? Nothing much, man. Check you you out with with the fresh drip. The fresh drip straight from the waterfalls of Lake Minnetonka. I, I see you with the new IX uh, Bob Marley jersey. What's, that, that's looking tough, man. Thank you, man. You know, I had to represent as soon as I saw that uh, that was actually going to be a thing last year. I was like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll see when that when it drops. I'll, I'll be sure to jump on it. But surprisingly, I was able to get in on dicks. I couldn't get it from uh, from the motherland, but uh, you know, I'll take it. Hey. It's, it's crazy because like I've been hearing like conflicted reports like some some um, say that it's sold out some places say that hey they're good and I'm like you know just just let me just let me know where my wallet needs to go because I still need that in my life like um, I, I actually uh, in the meantime I ended up getting um, something else of that honestly this is like a holy grail jersey for me like and I'm gonna talk about it in uh, two up two down but like Bro, like I actually like it just I just got it in the mail today. I'm like, and apparently this this got shipped from you from the Ukraine. So oh, it's yeah. it, so like yeah, it's it's serious like that, man. But uh, yeah, that was, was uh, like I said, back from vacation, back um with the flag, yeah. which you know I, I'm. Yeah, man. Just, yeah, won't be at the game, but uh, you know, I, I, we, we, well, we man. <laughs> you know what though? I don't even feel bad because, like, I, like we're recording this after uh, the home team plays Cincinnati. I wasn't there either, to be, to be quite honest with you. Uh, yeah. But um, I t- well, was there some goals? Goals, goals. were there. <laughs> yeah, man. It looked like some fun was there. Um, I, I don't want to sound like I'm chopping the bit off of uh, the the announcer, uh, but. Somebody else said it too about the Ted Lasso feeling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Ted Egan was like, um, <laughs> "It's got the Ted Lasso vibe," and it does, man. It felt it felt good to watch the team. Like, it seemed like they were enjoying it, and uh, it felt even better for that Pinedo was like not satisfied with the first half and the way that they played. So, I'm sure we'll dive into a little bit of that more later. You know what's crazy? I don't know if you heard this, but uh, uh, Patrick Egan, the lead announcer for for Lang United, like he actually um, he does this job here, and he also works for the WWE. Like he actually does uh, Monday Night Raw, and I just like the duality of that of that existence is kind of just boggles my mind because you know I, I, we talked about wrestling on here every so often, and I'm like, okay, soccer players are not particularly big. Wrestlers usually are just like you, like you just that disparity is like okay, like the people that I cover is just giant gigantic and it's just absolutely hilarious and you got these quiet um sometimes spoken soccer players and of course you got these large and life wrestlers it's just like it's it's, it's so weird because like the personality that he that he gives off on united games is so different from what he does on raw and it's just like the funniest thing ever but um 
Might but yeah, a soundbite of that in here, honestly. <laughs> I mean, each, each, I guess try to keep, uh, catch up with um with uh, Mo Adu because like Mo do like like five different jobs. He does Bally's, he does Fox, he does CBS. So like he trying to catch up, you know, and be like the hardest working man in soccer right now because he's like everywhere. I mean, you got to man. I think he was a little. uh Probably a little disappointed with the way the season started himself because you know I think this is his first year in Atlanta yeah. as, as mm-hmm. a on the team. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Because the other guy went and joined uh, like a coaching or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's nice to see some color. A, B, um, it's you know more more power to him. You know, get his hustle on. Hope he enjoys like, Atlanta and can uh, you know doors. That, that's him. that's always my thing. Is I'm like. You always wonder if, like, if he's, like, really has the time to enjoy Atlanta. But then, like, it's funny because, like, you can see him work in in an Atlanta game on a Saturday and then basically be on a red eye out to L.A. for for a box game the next day. And I'm like – and, of course, with with Champions League and and, um, the World Cup qualifiers, like, you you could realistically have United on Saturday – MLS Fox on Sunday and then a qualifier by Wednesday. That's all. And like, and the, the CBS studio, that's in New York. So you're basically going to Atlanta, LA, New York, basically within a time period of like four days. That's just, that's days. insane to me. Yeah. Shout out to, to Moadu because yeah, you, you out here hustling hard, man. But yeah, man, I, so I, I yeah, we didn't go to the game, but like I so said, the the game was pretty dope. Like, like so we um we won four nil. Like I um like I saw a question laid out on Twitter by our um our good buddy Felipe Cardenas from the Athletic, and you just have to wonder, like, what in the world was Gabriel Hansa thinking when he had most of this squad um to him and like. It was like he just like nah, I don't, I don't want to score. I don't want to run free and let these players do what they want to do, what they can, what their what their natural gifts are. Like nah, I just want to keep them in this little box. Hey man, I have this box really nice. I want to put all my things in it. Reminds me of my my uh, my fourteen <laughs> <laughs> year old daughter or my fourteen month year old daughter. Take things, put them, put them in the box. A really good organizer. That's- oh, really? Yeah. She she got the she got she got the skills. She got the talent. Talent, man. Only only wants to do one thing. Very limited, you know, the scope. And uh, mm-hmm. that's sometimes, especially if you're trying to play professional football in America, in this league. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's kind of like having, I don't know, having a, a Dairy Queen. It's like franchising a Dairy Queen. They give you all the tools, but. Your Dairy Queen sucks. No, you know, you know what's funny now that you mentioned that because like a, a report came out um, a couple weeks ago talking about the FTC uh, is investigating McDonald's for why the McFlurry machines keep uh, breaking down. That's like, hey, we're on the job. Like, we, trust me, we we want to know these things. FTC wants to know these things, so that's why the shit's getting done. So, <laughs> real facts, real facts. Well, yeah, like, man, it's gonna be great. I I really look forward to the report, um, to see the the full report of that investigation because 
it's definitely some funny money going on with the consistency in which all ice cream machines at McDonald's are broken. Not all ice cream, ice cream machines are, are created equal. I guess it's just <laughs> like I that. Mean, if they come from the same manufacturer, which they likely do, they honestly it, it it's they not should be odd. equal. They I, should I'm be. Equal. I didn't catch on to this earlier. Honestly, I, I feel like I had this conversation with a group of people maybe ten years ago. But right, right. <laughs> this, this ain't that new. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe this was me in the streets. <laughs> This is this is not a new phenomenon. It's like this this issue has been around forever. And it's just like for whatever reason they're like, nah, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. But nah, it's it bad enough. They eventually smell it up there. But nah, um, looks like uh, we, we are looking pretty pretty damn good. Like we uh, we won four nil tonight against uh, Cincy um, uh, back last week on Friday night. Like surprisingly, this actually our, our, was our first ever. Friday night game, we took care of um, the kitties down south and uh, beat them three nil, and uh, put put them back on notice. And it's, uh, you know, Pineda's uh, getting the hang of this. I mean, like aside from like his first game, like if you go back to you know the interim stint with uh, Robbie v, Robbie Valentino, uh, yeah, we've been looking good for a minute. We're actually, and we're actually back in a playoff spot, which I mean, given there's like. Eighty of them. That's that's saying a whole lot. We're right, we're finally getting somewhere. I mean, what is it really like? Fourteen, but uh, twelve. I think. Don't give me the line. Don't give me the line. Yeah. I, I, I think it's I think it's twelve. Oh, no. I think it's twelve total. Either way, 14, no, 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 12, six, no, sixteen, sixteen, because it's eight. It's eight each conference. Okay, cool. So then, sixteen. <laughs> How many teams are in the league? Thirty-four. Uh, uh, twenty-seven. So like okay. over half, half, over half. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to say anything, but big up to the team. As an ATL fan, it feels great to look at the standings and see Atlanta where we belong, essentially, because that's that's all we're all that we're uh, that we really know. Uh, you know, I, I, I think the I think the wild thing, I think the wild thing there is that is that technically we're like five points out of third, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, that's not an it's not impossible to catch up on. Honestly, all I'm gunning for a second at this point, and it's just like our the season that we lost to Toronto in the, um, the oh, final the conference mm-hmm. final. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but the following year we won the the whole damn thing. So. I mean, let's go. Uh, I mean, if we can get that home. The updated the, the standings: we're we're at 33 points. Second place Nashville is at 41 points. So let's. Uh, eight points. I mean, it's it's not impossible. I said, I I, I think that um, there's, of course, we are two Where's points out, out out of third. We're two points out of third. So out of uh, fourth. I'm sorry. And um, when's the Nashville game? Because we play those teams uh above us in, in the schedule. Let's find so out if we were. I am since I am doubling as the intern. You know, con. At ftcutd.com. Absolutely. Uh, Please hit us up at contact at ftcutd.com. Well, let's see here. We got, uh, we got, uh, we got, well, so the importance of that is going to be because if we line that, if that match lines up correctly for us, then we can essentially just ping right through them and we'll be at nine points, you know, on the road or on the spin, rather. So we got, we got, 
we got DC on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday after next, we got Philly. We got uh, Enter on the 29th. Montreal on the second. Um, it looks like uh, no more Nashville, no more Orlando. Uh, let's go back here real quick. Yeah, we got Montreal, DC. So yeah, like other than um, yeah, we, we pretty much play everyone other than uh, Nashville and Orlando and New England. <laughs> like everybody else, we we play. So same so, game. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. that's thirty points. Yeah. It 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 can it can happen. It can definitely I mean, happen. We, we could even catch up to uh the first place spot if they have a meltdown of some sort. Uh, I'm, not bet, I'm I'm not betting on that one only because I mean if there's one thing that Bruce Arena does know it's MLS and he seem he seems to have, have uh New England humming pretty well. So I'll be okay if we don't finish first. But I, I do but I do think that at minimum third place on the table. And what what I am liking is is uh, is the fact that our CVs have been looking incredible lately. Um uh, Alan Franco, the new kid, uh, uh George Campbell, and then of course our 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 talisman, our our homie Miles Robinson who I don't know if we talked about this enough last week, um, during last week's show, but, um, oh, if y'all didn't watch the, the Met Gala, you, you missed out on a, on a, on a whole lot of stuff. So, you know, uh, but, um, but we missed the, uh, Honduras, uh, qualifier. And I swear, like, we were about this close to firing Burhalter because that first half was looking, in, in insane amount of trash, and somehow, not only did we come back, but we actually ended up safely winning four one. And one and one of the guys that played every minute of each qualifier was our guy Miles Robinson. And I think it's safe to say two things: if he's healthy, he's starting. And I don't know if you guys. Out in the culture, have been paying attention out to Dallas. There's a striker down there by the name of Ricardo Pepe. He's 18 years old, homegrown player. This dude gonna cost money soon, real soon, because <laughs> um, <clears throat> he made his debut at the um, at the Honduras game and got a goal, two assists, and. There's been a lot of hype behind him, but for him to actually come in and and do his thing, like that, there's there's this video um, out here lately of uh, Fat Joe. We're not even going to talk about the verses from yesterday. That's that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. Um, but he got this uh, video that's went viral. He's talking about like, you know yesterday's price is not today's price. That's that's Ricardo Pepe right now. Because I know for a fact that Syria um, teams have been uh, looking at him, and of course, with that performance there, I can only imagine that it's going to be very hard for Dallas to keep the keep this winner. It's going to be very hard. 
I don't think Dallas minds. They have a. a I mean, they're used to it. They, I mean, like for better or for worse, they're used to it. Because I mean, you can kind of go down the list. You can go Weston. You can go uh, Richards. You can go Reynolds. You can go Tessman. He will only be the latest and, and latest and greatest exactly. that come out of, out of Dallas. So yeah, I think that's just of course. Cool in there. If you now, if you ask any any um, Dallas supporters. Uh, they cut. They they getting kind of sick of it. Like like we we develop all this talent, but we never actually get a winner here. Like gotta figure something out here. But um, Ron, get his uh, his opinion on this. Say again. Should we get Oscar to give his opinion on this? Ab- absolutely. I mean, I've been um I've been I've been hoping to get um there's a supporter down in Dallas, uh, Oscar Carter, that uh, we we talked quite a bit. Definitely um, very involved in the uh, supporter scene down there, looking to grow black supporter culture down down in um, Dallas and and beyond. Uh, if we're being honest, and um, yeah, like we we get a ear almost daily about you know what Dallas and the Hunt family aren't doing, despite what the output that comes out as far as the tell ta- ta- <coughs> excuse me. The uh, talent that comes out out of, out of Dallas. Wipe your your beer, Gregor. You right? I don't. I, no, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I just. I get, I, got, I got a little flame. It's not the Stella. I promise you. That's, that's, cool. that's actually that's actually going down pretty well. But um. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, it's uh. We uh. Yeah, that first half of the Honduras game, like, I think everybody and their mama was like, yeah, Burhalter's about, about to – he ain't coming off. He he getting fired on the bus, and he ain't even going to be able to get back to the U.S. Yeah, like, that first half was just absolute trash. And then, to his credit, he made the right moves in the second half, made, made some necessary subs. Um and yeah, like we uh we got the ball rolling pretty quickly, and then uh once um once Aronson and Pepe came in, it was like like they just unlocked the um, the Fort Knox and sh- and shit was on, and we went from being one down to four one. So you know, Burhalter lives for now because I think a lot of people were frustrated with those first two games, and I think. To come out with those th- those three games with five points um, to start our qualifiers, I think people will take that. I just think that people want to see everyone together and playing as high as we were that second half in um, in Honduras because that that stretch was was very exciting, very 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 exciting. Yeah, I think that's actually it, man. It's um, it's this combination of people wanting to see the fans knowing the potential of all of the talent on the field and the roster in general, and then wanting to see that, you know, live up to its potential of what we think it should be, even at where these guys are currently all individually at in their game, you know? So I think if we get more of the, if Berhalter can manage to achieve that, then he, I I can, I'll I'll say he's had a, a successful, uh, successful, uh, you know, tenure as manager of the the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, I could only, I could, I, I, I could only feel for him. It's mainly because 
like a lot of people say, this is like one of those squads like Belgium was like 10 years ago where like you just knew you had all this talent and you want to, but then like another cycle, that's when, when they're all at the peak of their powers, that's when it's like, oh, like we're all like we're heavyweights now. And of course, with us going to, um, with, with us hosting in 2026, it's like, yeah, it's like, who's going to be the lucky one to, to coach the national team for that cycle and, um, and whatnot. And, and speaking of, of, uh, which, like, who might be that, uh, that manager? One, um, American coach actually had a pretty solid, um, start to his Champions League run um, on on Tuesday. Uh, of course, it happened to be against Man United, and uh, that's okay. That's okay. You know, it happens. But um, young boys. Yeah, that was very interesting. I actually- I'm going to get the Barcelona guys in a second, but yeah, man, we um, <laughs> we lost. Um, and, and, and and not just that, like, of course, United. the managers, uh, David Wagner, American coach, the player who got the winning goal, Jordan Peefock. I'm like, oh, my God, like America just all this just did us up on Tuesday, man. I'm like, I'm 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 not sure how I feel about this. But, um, of course, you, you're seeing right up here on our um, on the YouTube course. Make sure you subscribe to all all the podcast apps, YouTube, all the on and all that, but um, you're seeing on here, um, Aaron Wampazaka, he caught a red card, I think it was like the 37th minute, I believe, and it, I'm frustrated by, the, by this game for two reasons. One, there was a, there was a, a missed PK call on, um, from, uh, on Mr. Ronaldo, and, um, and this too, like, if you saw us play over the weekend, like, that's the United that I think everyone wants to see where it's like, you're just like, you got foots on necks and shit. And like here, it was like, I don't know if they just play, play down at the competition. They're like, Hey, I'm going to take a coach trip to Switzerland, chill out for a bit. If you get an early goal, you know, we'll just ride it on out. Nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. I mean, to be fair, do you feel the competition was on the same level? Young boys, uh, who did you guys play last week? Uh, uh, we played, yeah, Leeds. No, no, that was uh, that was not the opener. That no, was the opener. No, that was the opener. Um, it's Newcastle. Uh, yeah, it's Newcastle. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because uh, our, our guy Miggy, he actually, I got a, he led a, pr- a, pr- a pretty dope uh, counter that got Newcastle's only goal, but um, but yeah, like we beat them four one and. Like that's what you want to see. It's like you know, foots on necks and shit. And and um, uh, it just you got an early goal from from Ronaldo, and it, it just felt like it felt like uh, yeah, the team just kind of just coasted the rest of the way. And then once um, we went a man down, it was it was suddenly we um, once they tied it up, we're like we we were on the ropes the rest of the way. And like Jordan Peefock, like literally got that game winning goal within like, like the last kick or two of the game. And 
Like, I'm happy for him because, you know, that's culture over club and all that stuff. But it's like, damn, like, I, I didn't want to lose like that, man. I really didn't. It's but, tough. Uh, Good to see it happen. <laughs> but, uh, like, but here, but here's the thing, though, because, like, let me, uh, let me bring this uh, group stage. Uh, uh, yeah, do you have the table? Yeah, because I got I got to say something real quick. Like, this, this table is... This Champions League is actually stacked because, like, I was trying to keep up with, like, all the games that were on uh, yesterday and the day. Like, you had Inter Milan and Real Madrid. You had um, you had Barcelona and Bayern, which we'll get to that one in a second. Like, you had Liverpool and Milan. Like, they haven't played each other since the um, the 07 Champions League final. Like, like and and that was a a pretty crazy game, mind you. The craziest game was um was actually um was it um Man City and uh who did they play um, RB Leipzig. It's like that's another loaded game. Like you're trying to like watch all this stuff. Like I think like one two one two three three of those games were all on the same time. You still had Besiktas uh, Dortmund. You had um. Sporting versus Sporting Lisbon versus IX, like all at the same time, is like it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, no, you're right. I only caught one match, uh, one or maybe two matches a day. You know, just... and like, and that, and that's the tricky thing is because, like, with even with them, so like they used to always have like all the games at like two forty five, three o'clock Eastern. And I think last year was the first year they, they um, opened things up and they have, they now have a, like, a, like, a, like, or, or like early, early um, afternoon game where it's uh, like, like one o'clock Eastern. And like, yeah, like even with that, like, it's still a lot. It's still a lot. And um, like, hopefully you guys like, like, I don't know if you've uh, checked out the, the Colazzo show on CBS Sports and Paramount Plus. Like, that's been a pretty good thing because it's kind of like NFL Red Zone. Where, like, they kind of bounce around each game and whatnot. But, um, yeah, that's dope. But, like, the one thing I actually did find myself kind of disappointed in was that CBS actually didn't show any full game. Like, they had the Colazzo show, and that was pretty much it. Like, like give us, like, at least that – that one o'clock, sh- that one o'clock game, and then go Galazzo for three o'clock game where you have all these teams playing all at one time. But, um, but yeah, like it's, uh, like it, for, for this to be, um, uh, you know, this, the first, the first week of, uh, Champions League, like let's, let's take a look at these groups real quick. Cause I don't think we've actually gone through these, um, since we've, um, gone back from break. So, Group A, we got Man City, PSG, RB Leipzig, and Club Bruges out of uh, Belgium. Um, how you like that one? Are you thinking? It's this is pretty stacked, man. It's honestly you've got four really good clubs um, to kind of battle this out. Um, don't don't um, don't sleep on Club Bruges. Honestly, they're, uh, they'll score a goal on you real fast. Uh, clearly, clearly. The way that they're playing. Yeah, because they, they, they actually drew PSU. They, they held 
um, and Bobby Messi, name, uh, name, of course, um, and Bobby yeah. got got uh, injured um, during the game, but uh, still won one against PSG. So, yeah, that's, that isn't part of my day. I, I just saw that it was Messi's debut because it literally got notified on all of my devices. It was like the world needed to know. I think that was like his first start. I know he's gotten gotten in off the bench, but I think the other day was his first start. Um, and uh, so, like, so let's. I'm gonna say. Pretty sure it's gonna be. Actually, you know what? We'll call it. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. Um. It's gotta be. You know. What? <laughs> uh. The third place gets uh gets into the, the third Europa third. League. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say uh, Man City and PSG get the first and second, and um, Leipzig. Mm, they should get third. I was hearing some rumblings um, on on the social, just like I guess like how that game played out. Because mind you, it was it's six to three to uh, Manchester, so it wasn't like it was a boring game. Right. But um, I guess uh, they uh, there's some questions as far as like how much they're you know really fighting for our guy Jesse Marsh there, and he might not be long for that world. And I'm like I'm hoping that he sticks out, sticks out there, and he's able to make it work there because obviously he's the an American and I've got the highest profile European job for an American head coach. But um I'm hoping that it, that things work out there. So I'm hoping then so in that regard, I'm hoping that um they get third there. Sorry Bruce, it's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, card on that too. So um Yeah. It was an interesting match. We got uh it was nice to see that we had some culture hit the board. Uh one of the guys from the Chelsea Academy are going to run over the goals real fast. Uh, Aki, um, then there was an own goal. Uh, Mara scored a penalty. Uh, Grealish got on the board. Cantillo and uh, Gabriel from the from the outside wing. So there's just six goals there. Uh, group B, we got Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Porto, and Milan. Um, Atletico and Porto drew nil-nil on the day. Liverpool and Milan, that was actually a pretty, a pretty good game because um, uh, Liverpool went up early and then Milan dropped two up to one of them um, before halftime and Liverpool came back in the second, second half and won. Uh, of course, like I said, there's a lot of history with those two teams. They uh, played each other in the famous 05 Champions League final in Istanbul and um, they had a rematch uh, two years later in, um, in Athens. Uh, but uh, they haven't played each other since then. So, like, it was a incredible atmosphere at uh, at at uh, Anfield. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty good game. I'm gonna to watch this one. I uh, I really want to see uh, Tamari got the start. So another Chelsea boy. Yeah, yes, yes, that. And Drew uh, came on as well. See the the Chelsea seeds just all over the place on this. How y'all doing? Yeah. Huh? Some some guys you support for life, at least that, that's yeah. I, I feel like you probably have some players you feel the same way about. Everybody except William William Gallus, basically. <laughs> um, so how you look how you how you thinking about uh, Group B? Uh Group B, honestly, I feel like Liverpool's gonna grind it out. That's what they do, but it would be fantastic to see them just get dropped. Um, although that would really allow them to focus on the Premier League. So I have Liverpool going in third, dropping into the Ooh. Europa League. Yeah, upset City. 
And then I have Madrid winning this, um, and Milan. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope. I hope you know, so. you know what's you know what's weird is that you have because Latin didn't play this game um, for Milan. I think he was out, he was injured, and so they, they they held their own. So it's like if he if he can manage to get healthy, they it's then a better shot than I think people think. So yeah, I, 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 I can hear where you're coming from there. Yeah, Tonelli came off the bench as well. So I mean, like I feel like their best players didn't start. You know, I feel like Giroud could have started. You know, maybe, maybe more. I don't know. I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't honestly had a chance to watch Milan this season. So uh, Paramount Plus, just in a plug. But it's, yeah, it's there. I mean, you wanna you wanna throw me that login? So I'm all there. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I digress. Uh, but yeah, and uh, realistically, it'll probably be. Um, Liverpool in second or first. They'll probably squeeze in and then uh, Milan in third. Okay. Uh, no high help support, too. Uh, in Group C, we got Sporting Lisbon, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, and Besiktas out of Turkey. Um, how, how, do we, how do things start here? Dortmund beat Besiktas 2-1. Yeah, that was and, a good match, huh? And uh, I think we saw Lisbon earlier. Yeah. Uh, ooh. I expected that ass five one. Jesus! Shout out to the homie Dimaba announcing his retirement from football today. He's uh formerly a player of the Cross. Um, so yeah, I think this is an interesting group because you could have this is kind of like a little bit of a dark horse group, you know, like or, uh, or maybe not a dark horse group. It's more like a, a party spoiler group, in my opinion. Like I don't feel like any of these teams are gonna win. The, they can they can they can lay a big shit on everybody and be like, yeah, gotcha. They might just ruin it to for like a quarterfinal appearance for another team, which is cool. You know, I'm always down for a little bit of that. Um, you know, so. I'm gonna go uh, Dortmund first, Ix second, and uh, Besiktas third. Yeah, I, I have Ix, Dortmund, and Besiktas. Okay. Group D, we got oh, it's pretty loaded. Uh, Enter Real Madrid, who played today. Uh, Real won one nil. Shot Dunyes and Sheriff Tiraspol. The Sheriff beat Shakhtar today. I guess there's a new Sheriff in town. It's like an appearance in the the Champions League. You can't, you, you can't just uh, shrug this team off anymore. Yeah. I think it's their first time in the Champions League. Of course, they they literally have a sheriff star as their as their logo, which is absolutely funny. Were they not um, uh, qualifiers last season? I think they made qualifiers, but I, I know they made Champions League. So um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of. I mean, it's close. It's close, but hey, it, 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 it ain't the bright lights. They ain't getting the champions. They ain't get all that. They yeah, that's a qualifier, that. bro. They get the two. They get all that, man. It's like, you know, I'm going to watch Somebody pull up the catalog. Yeah, it's going to take a miracle for it for this not to be enter and uh, Rihanna to make the knockouts. Like, Shadra yeah. has like a, an outside chance, but like even that, of course, they lost today. So I'm not betting yeah. on that one. Honestly, so, they've, been the, they've been floating in the um, Europa League for the last couple of years. Yeah. They used yeah. to be, like, back That's their lane. That's their lane. I mean, they, they were more of a higher profile team when there was, uh, you had Brazilian, more Brazilian players. When, that when, were, when, when you had them over. naturalized, naturalized yeah. Ukrainians. I mean, hey man, there was a pathway going on for sure where 
they were Brazilians going to the Ukraine, naturalizing them, and then getting that big transfer over to, you know, maybe even Italy or, um, or France, and then eventually over, try to get over to England. Uh, William made the trip, and now he's full circle back to Brazil. So, you know, it's a long road from, uh, for those players trying to get out of Brazil, man. And they did a long way to get back. Say, damn it, I'm trying to go home. Um, Perspective. But uh, Oscar's stuck in China. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the the one I wanted to get on real quick was um, Group E: um, Bayern, Barcelona, Benfica, and uh, Dinamo Kiev. Now, we we talked about in um in recent. Episodes about Barcelona, a Barcelona, and and, um, and I think this the the game they played on Tuesday was kind of just indicative of this. This ain't gonna be a smooth because uh, pretty steadily the past couple of years. Like remember how like how um, Arsenal used to um, be. Uh, Barcelona's whipping boy. Like now, it's like the roles have reversed. Now it's it's uh, Barcelona's now um, Bayern's whipping boy. Like they just like the past couple of years, they just been going through it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking good over there. Honestly, they're getting their fair share of uh, ass handed to them, in my opinion. But they they have they're on the eve of a, of a resurgence. Um, and I think they need to focus on doing that with the league, um, and just being, you know, staying in the top two, essentially combating Real and, uh, keeping that, that kind of duopoly, duopoly in the, in the league. So, um, I, I, cause I don't think they're, you know, do whatever they can in the Champions League, but they got, they got, you know, still stack lineup of their squad, but I just don't feel like, you know, Kobe if they're, if they're fortunate, they'll make it to the knockout rounds, but honestly, uh, it would not shock me at all if they finished uh, third and um and made it to uh um with where with where they are right now. I could see them finishing over Benfica, but it's gonna be tough. Like it, it might come down like like the last match there too, for them to figure where they stand. Um, yeah, Byron should honestly damn near go undefeated in in this group, I think. But um, yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna be real tough for for Barcelona. It's you know it, it's crazy because you know ten years ago you're like this is like the greatest team ever in life, and then suddenly it's like for them to kind of like fall this far, where it's like yeah, like I don't even know if they'll make it. Knockout rounds, like I think they've had like a a really crazy streak of like I want to say at least fifteen years where they they've made the knockout rounds. So like if the, if that if that that would definitely be a big deal if if they don't make it this year. Yeah, you know it'll be great actually. Now that you say that, because Coleman got so many quotes floating around in the media. <laughs> Um, and I could just see the papers of Lamar stuff. It'd be great. Him on the front page. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, and then, uh, over here, Group F, we got, uh, my boys, May United, 
uh, young boys, Gabriel, who we played in the um, Europa League final last year, and Atalanta. So A T A T A L Ho is in our group. Um, yesterday, not not all can you know without what happened yesterday. We should still win this group. We should. Now, Villarreal might make this a little interesting. As a, actually, this is actually a tougher group than exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That I think about, it, I'm like, yeah, it's actually not not an automatic here. This but we should win this group. Ole is now having speculation swirl yet again because the this group, young boys, are supposed to be the eleven boys of, of a win. And that was yeah. uh, okay. Well, that'll be our guaranteed three points. And I think honestly, uh, United has some tactical issues with how you guys are using Lingard and who's going to come off, come on to relieve Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that may be another discussion for later on. I mean, I think up until because like you, you still have uh, Cavani out, you still have Rashford out. Right. Um, where's Martial at? He, he he's there. He's playing. He's just bald now, so nobody recognizes him. So that's what that's what that is. So I uh, I'm cough cough. But um, but, yeah, but to your point about Ole, like um, I think there was a stat that came out the other day uh, that he's only won four of his last eleven Champions League games, and I've, I I think I mentioned this on a couple couple episodes ago. I don't even with Ronaldo there. I don't see them winning uh, the Premier League. I actually think this team is is far better suited for for Europe and winning the Champions League. But if you got a coach that that can't that, that ain't winning and can't even beat young boys, then yeah, that's gonna be a problem. Like it could be a real problem for him soon because like. Considering the talent that's there now, and especially since I, I think that um, having Ronaldo there kind of addresses like your question as far as who you put up front. Um, I think that, and he's already gotten out to a strong start. He debuted against um, against Newcastle on Saturday, got two goals. Uh, he scored the first goal against um, Young Boys, so like he's he's already in there. He's already locked in. So. It's just a matter of, like, you got to get everybody else in line because there's a, it's a damn good squad there. Even without a six, it's a damn good squad. And um, yeah, like, I think this is a competition that United should be aiming for. They are capable of winning the, the Premier League, but I think Champions League should be the real target. If I'm being honest, because I think that there's there's just no depth. For them to win this, I don't think there's enough depth for them to win in England. So, but we'll see there. Um, assuming that could win in England, I don't think you guys they can. Win. They can, but they need, they need breaks because well, you, cause, I, I don't think you guys. I agree with your point that they're not going to win the league. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that you guys are suited to win a cup. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, you guys should be rooting to win the FA Cup, but I think. If you guys really go for the Carabao and just if that's the conversation that Ole is having in the locker room, it's like this, we're going, this season, we're going to target this specific competition in Europe, you know, mm. and we're, 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 we'll troop along in the league 
uh, and put our best efforts forth or whatever, you know, that makes you because keep the expectations high, obviously. Um, I think that's where you win your trophy. Um, but I don't know if Ronaldo's going to be able to drag him. It's already proof in the pudding about him being at a team with a younger coach or a, a manager, a little bit less experience and not. I, I, I think he, re- I think he respects Oli because they play together out, um, during, um, Oli's last couple of years. And so that relationship's already there. Now, whether or not Ronaldo will like kind of like undermine him, I don't know if he'll go that far. I think that just to, just a general respect that Ronaldo has for the club, I don't think he would go that crazy. Whereas if it was Juve or Real, it might be, it might go a little different, but he, but he knows. Like everybody else knows, like, you know, the boss is still, you know, he's still got a park spot. So if, if Sir Alex needs to come through and, and get that belt, shit's on. <laughs> so, but, um, so I, I, but I do, I, I do think that how we finish in the group, um, like even without considering the knockouts, even if we make the knockouts, how we finish in the group stage will determine whether or not only makes it to the second half of the season. So that's that's something to, you know, for you guys to keep an eye on. Um, and just to kind of um, um, get the last two groups, we got Group G, we got Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg, and Wolfsburg. That was kind of like like Group C where it's like, like you don't have teams that will necessarily you think will win, but they can make a real shit sandwich for – where would they get in the knockout rounds? I mean, um, to be fair, Ajax and Porto or Dortmund were in a final like within the last decade. So, no, just just uh, Dortmund, just Dortmund. Ajax was they made a semifinal. Semifinal, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Right. But um, but yeah, where am I? Where am I? Um, G Group G. Um it's yeah, gonna yeah, be, yeah. I think it's gonna be Lil and uh Sevilla. They'll uh they'll ride their high from their respective competitions and Lil winning the uh League One last season and uh mm-hmm. Sevilla winning their Europa League. So yeah. Yeah. Go. That's my my, my Yeah, pretty much if if Sevilla uh, makes if, if Sevilla finishes third, you already know it's a lock for Europa League. Yeah. It's like, hey, that's another one. It's like that's their lane. That's their lane. And, and if it, it happens to be Wolfsburg, then great for them. But I think, I think they're just focused on staying up in the league, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, I'm gonna, gonna say for another German team. So we'll see. I'm gonna say oh. Uh, uh, yeah, Lil and Sevilla, um, for that group. Um, Sevilla, probably, because I'd be like, yeah, we, we could, they could easily just win Europa League, but I think, yeah, the way Salzburg and Wolfsburg are playing, they, they could, they could still fuck up and still probably finish second there. And last but not least, we got group H with Yo Boys, Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit St. Petersburg and Malmo. 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 Not to be confused with, with Mambo sauce. Not Mambo. We want the Malmo. 
Y'all did hang um, hang tough yesterday. No one nil. I think over two two legs, we've in recent history proven that we have the upper hand over Juventus. So um, I think with them now losing Ronaldo as a factor, um, I don't think they really brought anyone in attacking-wise outside of Moise King uh, this summer. So, yeah, I'm not really too concerned about that match either. I think, like I said, Chelsea can overpower them uh, despite their notorious defenders. Um, but that it's going to be actually, that'll be the really good tactical thing to see um, for that matchup particularly. And uh, it'll be good to see it in home in a way because you'll see how that will reflect, or I think, practically. But other than that, everything else just um, you know, Zenit played today. Now, now points off with Juventus, maybe. Now, for those of y'all who, who haven't been keeping up with Syria just yet, again, plus, um, they've sucked so far in the league. They have sucked for for their standard. They have sucked. And like I don't think they've even won a game yet. That's harsh. They have sucked. <laughs> I mean, like you, you go from from winning like what, um, like eight leagues in a row, and then suddenly you you go you finish third last year. You you bring in King Allegri, the the, the right to ship, and like y'all haven't won a game yet. Right. And not a good look. And, and um. You know, there's no talent there that's still there that should be able to get this through, at least to a second place finish. But the way they're playing, uh, like I, yeah, the game against Mama was their first uh, win all season, so they kind of needed that. So it's going to be uh, how that balances out with the league and Champions League. That's going to be interesting to. To see how that balances out, because yeah, like this is definitely not not the ground that they're used to. But um, of course, whatever, whatever, y'all finish first, whatever, whatever. whatever. Oh yeah, sure. We, I mean, that next matchup is the Zenit, so we'll, we'll take it on before the end of the match. Uh, excuse me, end of the month. And, and then I, I, I should have put it in 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 the slideshow here. Y'all collected all y'all's uh, UEFA awards because I guess y'all are good or whatever. But whatever. Yeah, man, we had a great season. Nice to parade that on the you know on home turf at Stamford Bridge. SW six. But um, yeah. it's okay. Nice, it's nice. Yeah. So for you guys out out there in the culture, let us know what you guys think as far as whichever group you know. Um, fits your fancy. Let us know like what you think as far as who will finish first, second, who will go to the Europa League and whatnot. And if you want to go beyond that, let us, let us know at um, FTCUTD. We're going to take a quick break, take a get a quick word from our folks over at Protagonist. And um, after the break, uh, going to recap uh, some um, some ongoings and, and misgoings and, um, and get up to up to down. And um, we'll be right back. Mm, very little stoppage time. We'll be back. Protagonist podcast is more than just a single podcast. It's a family of podcasts dedicated to the lower leagues. We believe there's something special about the Division 3s and Division 4s of the world. The clubs that are fighting to survive 
the clubs that play in front of a couple hundred people, the clubs that are playing for the love of the game. We believe in those clubs. That's why we cover them. Check out Protagonist Podcast wherever you download the shows that you listen to. And we're back. Now, y'all, y'all know me. I'm not really much. I'm not the biggest Apple head. You know, I, I finally switched over um, last year for my birthday. Um, this guy over here, you know, he's the he's the king Apple over and um, up in this piece. And um, what you uh, think of that uh, new uh, new apples uh, that, um, that were available? That's okay. I was kind of already looked like, I guess, um, anticipating is the word. Yeah, already anticipating the um, iPad Mini that was already in line for a rejuvenation. It's kind of been on the on the back burner. It's Apple's back burner device, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but coming from, um, I've owned like two maybe um, iPad Mini, so I personally love them. But I'm already upgraded on the Pro now, so. I'm waiting for the new 14 inches, and uh, we'll, that's what we'll she said. Yeah, I mean it'll be cool. It'll, it'll be like um, like the 13 is as far as um, everything the 13 is minus it not having mini LED. So that's the key factor. It's yeah, like, it's it's uh it's been funny because like they announced a new iPhone and and honestly like for it to be like 11 months like. I'm honestly good with good with my twelve. Like I'm not in a huge major rush for like like you know what I like I did like the stuff on the thirteen pro. I got I guess the Pro Max as well, but um but other than that I'm like I'm pretty good. Like I don't I don't I don't need to to go out there and, and rush. I mean like uh I know uh Mayor was talking about um no Probably just wait to the 14. That's when I guess the, the next big jump as far as iPhones will go will will come, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, I honestly have been very pleased with my my 12 and my um, and my iPad that I got last year. So it's been How's pretty dope. How's the integration going? Are you feeling more involved with the ecosystem? Because, you know, that's kind of one of really the big selling points with Apple is not necessarily how well the device itself works, but how the device, you know, works with other devices. Um, I think I'm still, I, was, I said I don't feel totally integrated because I'm still working off a, off a Windows laptop. You know, if you know anyone that, you know, wants to, you know, come up off a, a, a recently used Mac MacBook, you know, Tell them to slide in my DMs, you know, and I just go ahead and just get it. <laughs> but um, hit me up after the show. <laughs> That's what's up, man. But um, this one I wanted to uh, do a quick follow up um, from something that we talked about last week. Um, uh, L from um, Two Cents FC, he uh, he plugged the. Um, podcast for Kaya McCullough. Kaya McCullough is a former uh, player with the Washington Spirit with the NWSL. Um, 
a lot, a lot of big stories have been uh, coming out the past few months regarding her experience with the spirit and um, had a big article in the Washington Post. And um, with her podcast, uh, Unfiltered, she basically went into greater detail as far as uh, what happened uh, last year with the spirit. And I got to be honest with you. Um, between Richie Burke, the head coach, and um, and uh, Steve, the owner, um, I definitely understand why this the Celtic team movement is 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 real because you ever just ha- have um, people around you that they're so single-minded with their approach that they don't really get what's going on around them. Cause like, I'll, I'll give an example as far as um, what uh, one of the things that uh, Kaya was talking about. Um, there was an incident in training where this is like shortly after um, uh, the George Ford uh, incident last year, uh, murder last year. And, um, and, um, uh, they had like a situation where like they were like um, kneeing like the 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 dummies that you uh, have on the pitch, and of course y'all know how George Floyd was murdered with the knees on the on the throat and everything, and the fact that you would be that tone deaf to one try to make a joke out of it, and and the excuse was you know they. They weren't even thinking about making it racial. I'm like, you can't just not read the room at that point in time last year to where that would just be cool. Where that would just be even in jest, like this ain't the time for that. It wasn't the time then, still ain't the time now. And I think I'm like the the podcast. If you still have listeners, it's um it's about an hour long. You can catch it on YouTube and most of the same podcast apps that um that we're on. And about the thirty third minute of the podcast, I think I heard enough to where if one, I'm shocked that Richie Burke hasn't been fired yet. Still, because I think he's still on technically paid leave. But once this is all settled, I can't imagine him working in a major uh US club again. No, like, like he's English, so they might they might be okay with that stuff over there, but I just can't imagine, especially with him coaching women, I just don't see that happening. Uh and then it and I, and also to that, I think we mentioned last week that uh Ben Olson, the former DC United coaches, took over as their president. Apparently he didn't have a, a great first uh public interview uh for the job. I think he's Something along the lines of he's only watched like three spirit games, and I'm yeah, you gotta know your product better. Like, yeah, I know. Um, I know you said like you hadn't um had a chance to listen to the podcast yet, TK, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate because you have a player that because she's basically spoke her mind and she's basically been pushed out of the league and like you're talking about like a 23 year old woman that, you know, just getting literally just getting her, her 
career started. And yeah, it's a good chance that she probably play again, you know, at least not here. I know like she said that she had tried to play over in Germany after uh, um, the experience in, in DC and yeah, that didn't go too well because she was still just in a bad mental space um, with everything that happened in DC and just, you know, I know, um, I know I've uh, sent out some um, some positive um, vibes over her way through the, through the socials because you know we all communicate and everything um, through there. And you know it's, it's unfortunate. And the sad thing is, it's not the only. There's, there are more instances like that out there in the NWSL that haven't gone completely public. And yeah, like there's a lot, especially for what the NWSL is trying to do with growing and, and gaining increasing exposure, things like this, you know, this is the kind of something that can, that can fuck up a league to where nobody wants to be involved in it. And like, especially with the positive momentum that's been going on with the Angel City team, uh, that there's supposed to be a team coming in on, in Northern California, um, I don't know if, they, if it has been announced yet, but I think that is on the table. And you know, like the league's trying to grow and 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 become more stable. And things like this can can jeopardize that in a big way. Nothing. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate, honestly. Um, that's the kind of news that, like you said, it you know, led to that could certainly just. Completely crashed down on from a PR standpoint, an entire league, not just you know one team or um, front office. Um, so this, this isn't the, the dominoes won't just fall on one person. Um, it's, it's it's so bizarre because uh, like we mentioned last week, like the league technically doesn't have a collective bargaining agreement. So in a lot of cases, the work environments that are that are established with certain teams. They're basically at, at the will of that coach or that front office. And, you know, so like if, so if a coach has, has beef with you for whatever reason, like he didn't like, he didn't like how your, how the laces in your boots um, looked, you, you could be on the bench and, and, and that be that. And that's no way for a league to operate. And so hopefully uh, once, um, once the offseason off season comes, they can address this in totality. Another thing that um that's been on my mind with that uh, with the NWSL, they just announced um, this past week that their uh, NWSL final is going to be in Portland this year. But a weird, a crazy start time. So like they're going on big CBS uh, this year, but of course with it being fall and football season just getting started, you have Basically, you have a limited airtime that you can that you can use, and they put the game on at noon on a Saturday, Eastern time. So that means it's noon here, but in Portland, where the game is at, it's 9 a.m. So anyone that's planning on going out there, just remember, set your alarms super early because you go you could literally oversleep and and miss this game. Like it is that early out there, and that's just unfortunate because, like you, because you do want the platform of you know ex- exposing the league in the championship game, but 
yeah, if if you knew that that the game's going to be if if you only had the twelve o'clock slot, it probably would have been more beneficial to to get it in a in a venue that is probably more beneficial to both your interest as well as the fans that are that are trying to attend. Because yeah, you you you'll probably literally have people still walking in at halftime talk about yo. Last night was crazy, man. Like I, I, I I'm just getting up, bro. <laughs> like there's, it, always, it, it, there's always a group of folks, you know, man, coming coming from the last day. Yeah, and that's and yeah, I'm I'm just hoping for the NWSL to get better. Now, now one um, good thing before I um, plug the shop and everything, um, some good news that um, well, potentially good news. Uh, with the uh, battle for equal pay between the um, U.S. men's national team and the U.S. women's is that uh, they were recently both offered basically identical uh, deals. Uh, so I'm assuming that if they're identical, that means everyone's getting the same. Now, it does mean that the men probably have to sacrifice quite a bit, but I'm hoping that they see the greater good in all this and they realize that, yeah, these women need need to get um, get compensated for the, the amount of success that they have. Need to get paid. They need to. I mean, like I don't know if, if, if I know we talked about this like a few months back. Uh, if you haven't done so already, watch LFG. It's on HBO Max. It basically goes into um, the uh, the lawsuit uh, that the women um, have right now with U.S. Soccer. But basically, you, the argument that's there is that the even though the women technically have been getting paid more than the men, they're only getting paid more than men because of the amount of success that they've had. If they were just as average as the men, they'd be making a whole lot less. And that's where the argument is. Like they basically have to they have to be successful in order to make as much, if not more, than the men. To be Whereas to make to subparness, is what yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, they want to say like, "Hey, you know, it should not matter if we're good; just pay us." And and never should be the case, you know. Regardless, it's like, yeah, like start at an even keel and then say, "Hey, if we're good, then pay us." You know, you pay each team accordingly. So, uh, just something um wanted to uh, to follow back on. Uh, real quick, um, one thing I, I, saw, I saw this weekend, I don't know if you saw this, uh, TK, that honestly, like, um, so down here in Miami, there's this cat down at uh, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, hanging off the side of the stands. It's so dramatic. It's entirely dramatic. They caught the cat. Someone caught the cat. Now, what you don't see is like the guys who who caught the cat when they first of all the cat was pissed on from from they were hanging um up uh up top and everything. That's most important. And like when they caught him, it was like, it was like a, 
like the Lion King circle of life where it is like holding them up in the air. That's why you had everybody chair like it was a Super Bowl and everything. Cause like, oh my God, they got it. They got it. Cause yeah, that's, that's, I think I've, yeah, I've been to the Hard Rock before the renovation and, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's not a, that's not a, a smooth drop, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, entirely dramatic and crazy. But yeah, I, I, if y'all haven't seen it yet, just look up. I think it's like cat. Hanging, cat falling from Hard Rock, something like that. And uh, yeah, you'll see dozens of videos on that. It's just, it's people do the most when they're trying to do. They do too much at, at all times. But um, <laughs> I like how the, the comment escalated really fast. Yeah, but uh, of course, if, if you see down here at uh, down here on, on the YouTube, you see uh, our new Legends of the Culture hoodies. You got over here. On the left, you got Brianna Scurry, famous from the U.S. Women's National Team. We got Ofen Amino himself, Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, uh, over here to the right. And, and down in the middle, you got Sadio Mane. So we're doing this different, a little, little different this year because, honestly, we have quite a bit of hoodies available, and we want to make sure that everyone kind of gets uh, uh, their, their fair um, – time to shine and just you're not just sitting there in the store and whatnot so these uh three hoodies will be available for one month it's um you'll see these drop when the episode drops on thursday you will see these drop on ftcutd.myshopify.com so basically from the 16th of of uh september to the 16th of october you will see these up once they once the 16th pass we'll drop and we'll, and we'll announce the next set of hoodies for October, probably in a few weeks or so. So um, definitely take advantage of the time that you have. You know, don't spend all your, all your money and forget about these hoodies because because uh, once um, October sixteenth hits, a new a new set's coming. So you know, so whether you want to support Brian Scurry, Sadio Mane, or the original OG Ronaldo. Uh, Definitely go to ftcutd.shopify.com. And of course, get your name sets. Uh, so we're, we're in the process of doing some reshuffling with the, with the store right now. I think, um, I know we just have like a handful of shirts and hats and of course, always the name sets. But, um, but yeah, we're, um, in the process of, um, throwing in some, some new looks on, on the store. Hopefully if I can get these guys all together in one spot, finally we can do, some shoots or whatever, but, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, keep supporting us. We, you know, we try to use, use some money from this to help the podcast grow, especially, you know, with, um, we got a lot of, a lot of big things coming up in the next, uh, months that we'll be happy to announce. I'm um, going in the next month and everything. And, uh, yeah, just, just keep supporting us, you know, leave your comments on the, on the YouTube channel. Make sure you're, you're, you're subscribing on the, on the podcast. Um, favorite podcast apps and um you know just uh keep spreading the word because you know we're still trying to keep going like we have not we have you have not seen our ultimate form yet you have it you have it so yeah we definitely do appreciate all the support man um we have not revealed our true self to you <laughs> but um but yeah man uh, you know we don't we don't have a a super huge show this week so let's uh let's uh hop up in this um uh, 
two up and two down. Uh, Lightning fast second half. Yeah. So, home team. so shout out to the home team for getting it back together, for being the Atlanta United that I fell in love with, damn it. Feels good. And I like to feel good. So shout out to the home team. Shout out to my partner, Katie. I love you. Thank you for tolerating my intolerable ass for the last seven years. It's been a long ride. So my Grego gets the picture right for those of us YouTubing this. Everyone else can just enjoy There we it. go. There we go. I can just oh, this is nice. I, I guess, oh, yeah, there we go. YouTubers are gonna appreciate this. This is an upgrade. Also, we're now in four K, so shout out to the home team as well. All the, the the production for the podcast. It's a uh, we're, we're we're working to try to bring the quality up and uh, make this more of a, an entertaining and full immersive experience for you, the listeners. So, of course, we we sincerely sincerely appreciate all your support. Um, we want to continue to grind out these episodes for you. So, uh, yeah, just shout out to the team. Like I said, it's my anniversary, seven years in the hole. So, uh, shout out to my partner, Katie. Um, shout out to the home team. Uh, I don't know if shout I big, Shout out to Big E. Um, yeah, you know, my daughter gets all the shine. Um, so want, want, want to spread the shine to my, to the mama. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I have downs though this week. Um, Sometimes happens like that. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really have downs, honestly, Grego. Yeah. No, you just came back from vacation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Oh, also another up. Um, shout out to McLaren doing the damn thing. Whoa, yo! Sp- speaking of which, I know you had that crash on 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 Sunday, bro. Yeah, I mean. You know, shout out to the Halo. I mean, I, like I said, I can't even yeah, turn it. Literally, the shout out to the Halo. You know, like shout out to the the, the new safety regulations for uh, for motorsports and, and Formula One because although, without that, we would have had several deaths in the last three years, four years, where there's been some crazy crashes, um, and the onset of Formula One's popularity in America has seen uh, a huge tick and increase uh, due to the popularity of the Netflix show. So. Shout so out let to me, Netflix, so, you know. No, no so let me ask. So let me ask you this: Whose fault was it? Honestly, uh, it's a racing incident. I think it's both of their faults, uh, or I think both drivers are uh, at somewhat at fault. They knew, like they, they you know, it, they're they're jockeying for position, and the points are there on, on you know, to be grabbed. Um, from Max's perspective, he's. N- never going to give in. He's that kind of driver. And they, it's honestly, it's two drivers that have the same mentality. And I think with Lewis just being positionally on the inside of this particular incident and Max being mm-hmm. on the outside, it's a, a right handed chicane and then a left hander. Um, so the, on that in, on the inside of that left turn, uh, on the first right hander before you make the left is a huge bump. So I think that's the only, factor in here that if you really wanted to analyze this, I guess, which is what we're doing now, but that's the only factor. The drivers know that bump is there. The drivers know that if you hit that bump, the car is going to fly into the air in some capacity. Mm. At the speed that they're going, you can kind of have an an idea in your head of how that is potentially going to end. So I think from a responsibility factor, Max should have just took the cutoff 
and he could have surrendered that position to Lewis, there was 22, 23 more laps of that ra- that race to run, and we could have had more, you know, more of that will to will entertainment driving that essentially we all like to see. So that's mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, instead, they both lost out. The fans lost out. So that's unfortunate. So I guess if you want to make that a down, sure. But um, I, think, I, think I, saw, I think I saw. Think I saw. Was someone from Australia or New Zealand that won the race? Yeah. So um, the driver who won the race, some parody in this, is he used to be on the Red Bull team. The last time he was doing his damn thing, Daniel Ricardo. Shout out to Daniel Ricardo. Now the McLaren team. Also shout out to uh, Lando Norris. Also the McLaren team. They did Lando. the one two. One two of any team in uh, this season, so it, it, and I, I think it's been uh, longer since uh, that that's happened. But um, yeah, we'll have to get the stats somewhere. Stat boy, get some stats on there. Stats down here. I, I, will, I, I will say one thing to kind of just wrap up that wrap up uh, that situation. I'll be damned if I drink champagne out, out of a race sneaker. I just, oh man, hey man, that if you're in the motorsports, the thing, <laughs> it, it's it's a quirky thing. You're either into it or you're not. I think I may have sent a funny clip from uh, Valtteri Bottas talking about that. Um, there's an interview with him and because uh, Valtteri Bottas is the Mercedes driver um, teammate of Lewis Hamilton, he placed third in this race. So one two for McLaren, third place for Mercedes. All three engines of the cars are made by Mercedes. Be fast, be fast. Um, but anyway, that's a hilarious little interview of them after the race. Valtteri's never done a shoey. He's been on the podium tons of times. So there you have it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so see if I can do this magically. There we go. Ah, you can see me now. All right. So as I hyped up, um, back at the beginning of the show, I, uh, uh, got a New Jersey in the mail uh, today, matter of fact. And um, so when I first got into soccer and everything, there was, I've always been like a, a, a uniform, sports uniform nerd and everything. Uh, you know, I'm up in all our groups just talking about jerseys and stuff nonstop. Uh, one of my all time favorite kits is the Netherlands Euro 2008 uh, home kit. And of course, this was like 13 years ago. So, like, of course, I was just my, honestly just a, a, a broke motherfucker back then that just couldn't do all the jersey buying just yet. And um, I just so happened to just be on Etsy, and apparently Etsy is a is a nice plug for for jerseys, like shockingly. Um, and um, so I managed to get this straight from Ukraine. I got. The 2008 Holland uh, Euro home shirt. This is like one of like my, my holy grails because like the that Euro 08 squad, uh, Rude Van Nistelrooy, Robin Snyder, uh, Van de Vaart, Van der Star was still on, on the team. Danny Heidinger, like pretty much like a, at least half the guys that made it to the. 2010 uh, World Cup final. Yeah, they were on the squad, uh, except for Rube. But um, but yeah, Van Persie, like, but yeah, like that was a fun ass team to watch. Uh, they had um, Italy and France in the same group. They basically mollywhopped both of them. They got upset by uh, 
Russia in the uh, quarterfinals, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, just that that squad should should have honestly made the final because I think they were probably they probably had the best group performance outside of Spain, which which of course ended up winning on the tournament that year. But um, but yeah, I loved I loved the um, the uh, the royal colors on the collar and how it split up with the uh, with the white. And yeah, like like of course if, I, I wish I had the pictures and everything. You probably had to do it in post production like they had. Basically, it was like wh- orange, white, and um, and uh, sky blue socks. And um, yeah, like this, the whole look was just. But um, but yeah, like thirteen. That, this is literally thirteen years in the making, right there. Like I'm beyond hype for uh, for this one. I'm still, uh, of course, like I said, for some reason I did not realize Etsy just had all these different plugs. Like I, like I don't know that there's remakes, but they're damn good remakes. But this one actually looks pretty like authentic. Like it's still got like the woven uh, crest and everything and. It's actually still in pretty shape for it to be 13 years old, but um, so but yeah, like, on the Ukraine and uh, and East Eastern European, they got uh, the, the, the dark market, the black market. <laughs> a lot of my um my jerseys, one of my 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 jersey plugs is a lot of the stuff comes from over there. Like you get the package and you're like, what the? I didn't order yeah. anything from DHK, and then uh, <laughs> oh oh oh. Oh, and, you know, you're like, the, the, the funniest part was uh, like pulling up the, the tracking. Of course, it, it takes me to this uh, Ukrainian uh, shipping website. And I was like, yeah, of course, you got to translate all that shit. And um, uh, like, like, hopefully they have some something with the U.S. post office that's look like, OK, where is this this hat? And um, but, yeah, I'm beyond glad. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to customize it. I, I'm like, I'm I'm. Might just leave this one as is, and just in this marvel and its glory and everything. But uh, yeah, um, congrats on that. That's uh, I'm sure that feels amazing. I know. I, uh, I, I still want to get the France 06 away, away jersey. Um, and and I don't know if y'all have heard. Like I said, I'm, I'm a universe. Like just to kind of give y'all a heads up as far as what's coming in the future. Um. I don't know if y'all remember like the the Adidas templates from that 06 year, that world that World Cup year. Um when it's, uh France wore Real Madrid, I think um Beckham's last uh Real Madrid jersey and everything. Um those templates are actually coming back next year. So a lot of, a lot of um going into the World Cup year. So be on the lookout for that. And um so a lot of uh retro looks are gonna come back in full effect uh, next year. Of course, we um, get the home team. That, I wouldn't be surprised if we get that for the away, for the away kit. So, Is yeah. Is really retro? That does. That, that, uh, what's called? Team guy? So, yeah. The 06, yeah. That's, at this point, it's like 15 years south. So, yeah. It's it's retro. It's, I don't know. I, I'm going to Because Did you think about like, how they did with, um, with the MLS kits um, last year? Like, that was... The idea was retro. Of course, they just ran it into the ground. But yeah, yeah. But I, I was, I was like close to thirty years. Is what? Yeah, yeah. I, but, but like early nineties or late nineties. Pardon me. I think with with what they did with the um with the uh, with the with the last World Cup um with I think it was like the like ninety four redo. Now it's like okay, let's let's fast forward again. Let's let's rewind again. 
and do another famous template. And that's where the team guys, uh, you, you used to come back. But, um, it's I like I said, I, like two, two world cups, um, 20, Germany had the best Germany. Kit. Yeah. And it was a throwback. Yeah, was, they had the half, uh, red black sleeve and the rest was red. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. All right. You, so we know at least we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Told you. I, 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 yo, I know my unis. Know my unis. If nothing else, I know my unis. But, um, but yeah, um, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to what Adidas does next year with their, with their kits. Um, also shout out to, um, uh, PAS, uh, master, which also does a FIFA kit creator, kit creator. Uh, they've been plugging um some of the kids that um that I've been doing on on their website, and um you know I I fuck around a lot of, a lot of work when I when I'm on my downtime. So yeah, I, I make kids. I do that shit. Like yeah, it's it's that's what gets me through the day. So if you haven't done so, like I said, check out FIFA Kit Creator. Of course, these kits you actually can put on. You actually can use for FIFA 21, and I'm I'm assuming for the FIFA 22. They also have one for pro soccer. The FTC pack. Grego's not going <laughs> to plug himself, so I will do it for him. Download the FTC pack. There's not even an, an FTC pack, I bet. No, 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 there's, there's a profile. So again, yeah, like you, like all the ones that, that we've uh, published, uh, yeah, it's on there. Like you know, I just did like a set for um for Inter Miami. So like, shout out for them to finally get for getting a, a shirt sponsor. They just uh, announced uh, with uh, a crypto financer. Uh, XBTO. Oh my God! Yeah. Seriously, a crypto yeah. financer? Yeah. Uh, a, yeah. An unreg- like <laughs> an unregulated like like currency. This they just crazy. they just announced it tonight. They just announced it tonight. So oh, that has to be an up. There's no way that could be a down because it goes with the the comment that you made maybe three to four episodes ago about the the, the Pantone villain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yeah. Shadow, being <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, I I guess I don't have a down. Like, you know, I, um, my cousin's getting married on Friday. Um, you got homies coming in town this weekend for the game with uh, DC United, so should be a good time this weekend. Hopefully, you guys uh, will have a good time. Whatever it is that you that you this week. Of course, once again, Legends of the Culture hoodies come out. Thursday at ftcutd.myshopify.com. Uh, of course, make sure you subscribe to the show here on YouTube, your favorite podcast apps, you know. And if you need good sound equipment, make sure you up Gotham Sound because you know the homie over here, you know, he, he's your hookup. Holly, if you hear me. And, um, and as always, you can hit us on socials at FTC. UTD Really? <laughs> I unmute myself so you know there's a <laughs> typical TK pause and a yeah, that was the only nuance I could think was a little boys to man. <laughs> cool, cool. But yeah, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I said the TikTok is still there, the FTC UTD pod. Um so we, we put up videos every there every so often, but um, but yeah, yeah, that's it. this is a shorter episode, but it's still fine. But hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, I know we were supposed to have the elders from um, 
one Knoxville I see they're actually coming next week the schedules got mixed up and um they, they keep scheduled games on Tuesdays and it, and it jacks up our shits but they will be on next week so we'll um, have uh, the founder of uh, One Axville SC and also the head coach of uh, One Axville SC that's uh, USL League 2 but um, yeah that's all That's all we got so you know, for TK for mayor for the culture culture's real culture's everywhere keep wearing your mask keep getting you know, if you haven't done so already stop playing get vaxxed We'll see y'all soon, and we out. FTC U T D.